0: Welcome to Passionate, and about love, sex, and relationships. Tonight, I want to talk about a subject, uh, which I this weekend I was watching a show called Polyamory, Married and Dating on Crave. If you get a chance, you can have a look. It's a quite eye-opening. It follows people in polyamorous Relationships. So I thought, hmm, let's talk about, uh, about that. It's been a while since we talked about such relationships. So we can talk about polyamory, polygamy, polyandry, all the polys uh, tonight. But first, calling's not the only way to connect. The inbox is easy and always open at 514 800 time to get your questions answered. And of course, you can always email me to laurie at drlaurie.com. This one on the text board, I'm 41 years old. And when I get my erection, a little time during penetration, I feel I'm losing it and needing a hand job to get my erection back to be able to make love again up to orgasm. What's wrong with me? I don't use medical pills and my girlfriend is very attractive, amazing in bed. So, of course, it doesn't have anything to do with one's attraction to your partner, but what could be going on, remember, it's limited information, so I can only give you my hypotheses here, uh, but what could be going on is that the um, the sensation or the grip around your penis during penetration is not sufficient enough to keep your erection, So, which is why uh with a hand you have a there's a firmer grip around the penis so maybe what you can try is to have your girlfriend do some uh kegel exercises like tighten her vagina around your penis during penetration and see if uh if that could help um you know sometimes it's not we talk often talk about the size of the penis but vaginas come in all different sizes, too, in terms of the canal, right? Some are tighter, if you want to call them tighter, rather than larger or smaller, but some can be tighter um, than others. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with either of you. Uh, it's just the the fit might be um, not as snug as you want it, especially if you are used to a lot of masturbation and you're used to your own hand, um, and, you know, getting that kind of stimulation. So that does happen. I hear about this, uh, quite a bit, but one way also is to stop all, uh, other forms of stimulation, except for the intercourse to see if, um, you know, cause you keep relying on the same old, Tricks, right, to to get the sensation that you need. So I'm just wondering, you could you could do this experiment and try it out, where you hold off on masturbation, hold off on all the other forms of pen, of um, stimulation, and see if that uh, that can work better for you. All right, I got this email. I'm now living in Montreal, uh, Canada, and myself and my two kids could not be happier. People have been so welcoming, and for us, it is a whole different world. Listening to last night's show and hearing someone posing as your poet on a dating site is such a childish, deceiving act. Is this person not happy with who they are? Dating sites are a form for some people who get to be someone they cannot be, but with nothing to gain. It was not easy moving here from the US in COVID times, but I'm a dual citizen that was living in the US and I have a Canadian born child. With today's events in the country capital, Washington, I want to tell the passion community that these protesters are radicals and in no way represent the majority of Americans. I know many Republicans and in speaking with them today, they are disgusted by what happened. I love my, I love my new home. My kids like it here and the overall atmosphere is pleasant. I plan on dating and maybe get on a dating site or two once the pandemic has passed and will be very careful for men posing as a poet, LOL. Uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh text writes, Losing erection a bit after 40. Welcome to the real male world. Wait, worse is yet to come. Mr. Happy will decide on his own to take a break. <laughs> somebody writes all the polys you say polynesia polypeptides as well uh no let's just go with the polys that are related to sex and relationships none of the none of the others of course if i miss some that are related to sex you can let me know 514-800 to uh, text in uh, your questions or your comments I have borderline personality disorder, and I always have a tough time during a uh, breakup. The last ones made me really sick, and I'm finding a real comfort thinking that it's fine being by myself. But at the same time, I know it won't last long. Is there an easier way to deal with breakups? So unfortunately, when you suffer from uh, borderline personality, it makes the processing of in, of emotions quite challenging. So everything is kind, maybe felt like more uh, intensely and relationships don't come with a guarantee. So breakups are likely to happen in a person's life multiple breakups in fact so make sure that you have a good support network around you that includes friends and family and hopefully a therapist as well and if you find yourself falling into a depression you need to speak to your physician or your psychiatrist and make sure that you assess your medication. Make sure you take your medication on a regular basis. Maybe you need more. Uh, maybe it's something that uh, can be added. So this is a discussion you should be having with uh, with your doctor. Listen, I wish there was a pill for heartbreak. Can you imagine if there's heartbreak, you just pop a pill and you get over it? Like, wouldn't that be uh, lovely? I think Every single one of us would probably take it, but that has not yet been invented, sadly. Before last week, I used to FAP, so FAP is uh, masturbate, like three to four times a week. But since last week, I just felt bored and no more desire to masturbate. So I still tried to, but it's just like nothing. It took more than 40 minutes and I didn't feel as much pleasure as before. Maybe it's time to get a girl or something's wrong with my body. Uh, it doesn't sound like anything is wrong with your body. Um, but it does seem that you are masturbating out of boredom rather than a desire for sex. So maybe you should just try and wait till you're really horny. And then may- before you masturbate, may- maybe that's the key here, right? Um From boredom, you're going to get bored of the same thing you're doing. Um, It's just going to cause more boredom. So wait until you feel the desire and then go ahead. Uh, It's amazing how some people get into like habits, you know, where uh, some, some people who get into compulsive masturbation, for example, uh, it, it really often is due to boredom or, or anxiety, or it's one way to relieve all of that, but is it the way? Is it the best way? No, it's uh, clearly not. While on dating sites, ladies are asking for me to go verify on other sites that ask for a, a, a CC for age verification. Are these scams or real verifications? I don't know about that one, can someone look into that for me? We have a lot of people who are Google, um, you know, my Google guys here. Maybe you can look into that uh, for me, verifying on other sites. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about uh, polyamory. There's a great show on Crave, Married and Dating. Uh, we'll talk about what that's all about coming up. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. If you've got crave, check out this show called pa- Polyamory, Married and Dating. It's a first show of its kind that I've seen. I mean, I've seen documentaries on polyamory first one I saw was decades ago called, uh, when two won't do, which I, I actually really liked. It follows the life of one couple. Um, but then, uh, this one I think follows the life of multiple couples. I just want to get back. Uh, you, the person who asked about the verifying on other sites, Uh, somebody wrote in, tell him or her not to register. It's a scam. You'll be billed for multiple charges monthly until your bank blocks it. So it is a scam. Thank you for checking on that for us. This is why we are a community. I really, really appreciate it. And I think our listeners appreciate it as well. So please don't, it is a scam. Uh, There you go, according to one of our our listeners. So we, I, I don't know how, familiar you are with the term polyamory, uh, polygamy, I think is something many of us have heard. There's TV shows about polygamy. Uh, what's, what's the show where you have the one guy and, uh, the sister wives, right? Uh, polygamy is when you have one man who has many wives. Um, Paul, poly- a big love. That's right. There was big love. And then there was also sister wives. And, and so there's a few shows all happening in like the Mormon community in Utah and Utah and all that stuff. So that's polygamy. Polyandry is when you have a one woman with multiple husbands. You don't see that too many of, too often. I don't think that um, in this, like, I, I don't know where that exists, so, not in North America. And polyamory is that is something that is far more common uh in in north america or around the world but but nonetheless so this is polyamory basically it's not about marriage or anything it's the practice of having a relationship with more than one person so you can be in a thruple you can like a triad three people everybody's in love with everybody else so basically it work it's not the same as swinging, which is mostly recreational sex uh, and you know with other people what and you'll see this if you see this show that it's uh, like there was one, one couple that have another person. They're all in love with like three people in love with each other. The two women love each other, the man and the other woman love each other. And then the, you have the main couple that are married. So oftentimes it'll be, you know, maybe it could be two married people. And then there's a third party or they, or one of them has two other boyfriends or two other girlfriends on the side, but they are, they are relationships. The, that's the difference between the swinging and the the polyamory is that you, you're spreading the love, not just your body and the sex and all of that. And my question to you is, do you think, like how possible is this something, f- would you, like when you imagine it, because my husband and I were having this discussion, we were watching it together, and both of us were like, it's not something we could do. Like it was just not, It just didn't make sense to our brains. Intellectually, I know, of course, it's possible. Intellectually, uh, I have talked to people. I'm not judging anybody who finds this way of life satisfying for them and everybody's on board and it's all consensual. And I'm not going to judge anybody for their choices that that they make. But when I look at myself, for example, clearly, uh, my husband and I both look at each other and said, we're both clearly wired for monogamy because- it doesn't even compute, uh, it, it, you know, it, in our brains, really. So I want to know how it computes for you. I know a lot of people feel that uh, monogamy is not a natural thing, and and if everybody was, uh, you know, polyamorous, it would be maybe easier. And that uh, monogamy is a social const- construct, but there have been studies that have shown that people are actually could be wired for monogamy and wired for non-monogamy as well so uh there's a wiring and there's a choice most of us who go into marriage for example we go into it thinking of monogamy maybe it doesn't always work out that way unless we have a a a discussion about it we you go into it expecting fidelity and married to one person loving one person having sex with one person But polyamory doesn't mean there's no marriage for poly, for a lot of poly couples. There's the primary couple where yes, they can be married. Some are married, some may choose not to be. Um, and then there, there are outside other relationships, right? So people who practice this basically say what they want is honest, intimate love, relationships and they don't want that love to be limited to just two people. So, um, we, you can call it responsible non-monogamy, consensual non-monogamy. Like There's many words that we can use because it's not, um, you know, it, it's not about uh, cheating. So somebody says they can't find the show on crave. I I believe it's crave. It's either crave or prime. I'll double check during the break to, uh, to make sure. One person says, sounds like a recipe for disaster, a surefire way to augment the quantity of clients for (laughs) Dr. Lori. Uh, uh, Over the years, I've seen a few couples who are in poly relationships and who are are even in throuples, although I haven't had a throuple in my office. Um, I've seen issues that have come up, but for the most part, no, like the people I've talked to seem to handle it um, quite well. So uh so there is there is that so, uh, question I seem to gain some kind of emotional attachment to every woman I have ever dated and still care for them all in some way or another never had a bad breakup still in contact with many am I a poly something <laughs> you're a something something i don't know if you're a poly something uh, maybe somebody who just can't let go i don't know um not quite. Not quite sure how to answer that question. Uh, so we're talking about having multiple relationships with honesty and integrity. So not no cheating. Everybody knows about everything else, right? Some people have called it like responsible uh, non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, intentional non-monogamy. Many ways of of kind of uh, describing this. So um, and. It involves yes, sexual relationships, but also romantic and love, love relationships um, as well. So, uh, and we're talking about things that are com- like it's there's a commitment even to the others, right? There's it's committed multiple partners. Which seems like so much work, right? If you think about it, it's like you barely have time for one partner. How do you make time for more than uh, more than uh, one partner? So that's something uh, that <laughs> that I think a lot of people might think who are not in in this uh, in this world. So the word polyamory, not long ago, was actually added to the uh, Merriam uh, Webster dictionary just a couple of years ago, but There's certainly evidence that the practice has been around for far, uh, far longer than that. And of course, every year there are conferences and retreats and things like that for people who are in uh, polyamorous uh, relationships. I think that it it was a movement. If I'm not mistaken, there was a guy in the eighties who started this movement that who estimated that eight to 10% of Americans are polyamorous, eight to ten percent, which to me sounds um, a bit high, but is it, I mean, a lot of people are disheartened you know by by the rising divorce rate and by the the amounts of cheating going on. So maybe people are just kind of fed up with the conventional marriage or the conventional monogamous relationship and are are looking, um, you know, for, uh, for other things, somebody wrote in on crave show called couples therapy. It's not couples therapy. That's, that's not it at all. And someone says, there's a great book on this topic called the ethical slut. Who's the author? If you give me a check, let me know what, who the author is of, uh, of that. So, um, yes, of course we're seeing far more of it. We're talking about it more. There's an entire show on it. It's a reality, uh, a reality show on, on this subject. And I will get you the exact, I believe it's called polyamory dot, dot, like a colon married and dating. So I'll just have to double check for you and see, it, or somebody can do that for me um, and check and see if it's on Crave or on Prime. I know it's not on uh, Netflix. It's called Polyamory, Married and Dating. One of you Google people out there, send it in so I don't have to do it uh, <laughs> and I can just talk here. Um, so, of course, it it does seem like it's a trend or this whole idea is gaining acceptance, more acceptance, even within, um, even within the mainstream Population, like people are venturing into that world. Texter writes, I would think that poly people must suffer from some form of multiple personality disorder. How could one truly love more than a person at a time? You see, that's a good question, but they'll throw back at you something like, Well, you know, when you have one kid, you love that kid to death, and you're thinking, If I have a second kid, how much, how am I going to love my second kid as much? And then you realize you have a lot more love to go around. You love your children equally. You 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 don't just save all your love for one per, one person, one kid. When you have another kid, you love them too. So that is their um their thing. You know how how they think. Uh, somebody asked, "What is monogamy?" So when you, monogamy, the word, if you don't know that word, it is um, basically when you commit to one person you have sex with one uh one person in in your life that a monogamous relationship is an exclusive relationship between two um two people and i just think about it for a minute i want you to put yourself in that situation and think about whether it's something that you would or you could do like just to imagine the situation where you have multiple partners everybody's on board maybe you have more than one wife maybe you have more than one husband how would you like how do you how could you see yourself in that situation could you ever see yourself or how do you think it would would work do you think you could do it so person says found that it's on crave so it is on crave it's a series from. 2012. I didn't know. I thought it was a a recent series. It's the first time I've seen it on there. So again, polyamory married and, uh, dating it's in a showtime. It's a showtime series. If anybody is actually looking for that information. So we're talking about polyamory tonight. We'd love to hear some of your thoughts, but also coming up your stupid sex story of night, just usually stupid things that people do for love uh, or for sex that's what i'm going to share with you that's coming up and some of your thoughts on loving more than one person not your kids but another human being another uh, you know another partner could you have multiple partners and would that work for you could the following program contains mature subject matter listener discretion is advised A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. All right. You want to hear another stupid act by a stupid person? Men threw screws onto roads to thwart ex-girlfriend's new relationship. This uh, out of Minnesota, 63-year-old guy was charged after admitting to throwing screws onto roadways. Um, he was obviously damaged property. He caused a total of about $1,600 in damages to vehicles as a result of their running over the screws. Uh, the sheriff said as many as 150 people reported screws in their tires. He was taken into custody and admitted to throwing the screws onto roads. He told police a romantic relationship had ended and that he believed his ex-girlfriend was seeing someone new. That is why he started putting sheetrock screws at the entrance to a trailer park in this city near there. Then he started throwing sheetrock screws on another street and another street, wherever, wherever his girlfriend, like anywhere his girlfriend lived by and where she would have to go through on those streets. He put down, um, those, uh, those screws and why he told the police that he did this to slow down his ex-girlfriend's new, um, relationship. They found that he had purchased about 13,000 sheetrock screws in total. I have no idea what these cost, so I don't know how much, um, he spent but nonetheless ended up damaging about 150 different people's uh cars in this stupid attempt stupid just you know some people do the darndest things right in the name of love or heartbreak or what have you so we're talking tonight about uh, multiple loves more than one so let's say you are in a relationship you may be even married to to the you know one, one person, but together you decide that you are going to have other relationships and they can take many different uh, forms, of course. Just want to point this out. If you're looking for a quick fix for your relationship issues, this is not the answer. This does not solve the a, a problem. It, you have to solve the relationship problem first. The couples who engage or who find themselves in polyamorous relationships have to have that. They have to be pretty solid because of course it can bring up all kinds of other emotional issues too, uh, as you would imagine. But so this is a choice that two people make together in a couple to open up their relationship or to have other people involved in the relationship. Now in the show, polyamory married and dating the one of the first couples that they interview or that's being interviewed is, um, a couple they're married and there's another woman who then, um, develops a relationship with the woman. So the married woman is bisexual, uh, in love with this other woman this other woman in love with her and with her husband and the husband in love with her too. So they form a throuple or a triad, if you will. And they all sleep together in the same bed and they all, you see like, it's a pretty explicit show. Actually, they're all in the shower together, lots of nudity, nothing for the kids. Just want to make sure you know that uh, right away. Uh, so it, like it's it's pretty interesting to to at least see. I'm sure most of us mainstream people would look at this and say, "Okay, it doesn't may not make sense to us." But it's interesting to see, nonetheless, that there's still, you know, quite a I mean, it's a minority, of course, but quite a few people who still engage in these kinds of relationships. They may not talk about it. They may not uh, uh, tell the world about it. Although this show, they do. Um, So it's not something that we hear about uh, every day. I think one of the the more widespread misunderstandings is the confusion between like polyamory and and swinging. And swinging is more of like a sport. It's more like recreational sex and polyamory is more about having love uh, relationships. Uh, Polyamorous, Tina Turner said it best, what's love got to do with it? Well, in poly relationships, Love has a lot to do with it because it it is about. It's not just about sex; it's about love. If it was just about sex, then it would be much more in the line of um, of swinging. Although they share a lot in common, uh, you know, they're both non monogamous, they're both intentional, they're they're both done responsibly. The main difference is that swinging focuses on casual sex and much less on intimacy. That doesn't mean you don't like who you're choose to have sex with, obviously, but it, 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 the relationships may not go that um, deep. And polyamory is more concerned with like long-lasting, intimate relationships that include sex. So it's not the focal point uh, necessarily, right? Uh, and polyamorous will tell you that the, the problem, the enemy, is the, the deceit and the betrayal of trust that results... Uh, from trying to fit ourselves into a rigid and what they believe to be an unnatural social system. I don't know how many of you believe that monogamy is unnatural, but there's been debates on that, right? People talk about it even from an evolutionary perspective. Yes, monogamy is a social construct, but is it just a social construct? Like, If you think about why monogamy exists? There's a there's got to be there's a, a reason for it. It's less to do with sex and more to do about raising families and and I guess avoiding certain complications. Which is what I think about every time. Right? In poly relationships, it's like two people is complicated enough. You add a third and a fourth and a fifth, and I just think you also magnify the the complexities of uh, of relationships a texter writes in this is an interesting perspective my guess is that polys are narcissistic and love none of their partners but participate to satisfy their sexual appetite so i think when you're talking about that you you're almost talking about hedonists right that are after the pleasures so uh, uh, someone who's a hedonist is is looking to fulfill like to to get pleasure then I would say those people would fall more into the category and I'm not calling them narcissistic, but more hedonistic fall into the category of swinging. So it isn't about like you don't need to be in an intimate, loving relationship to satisfy your sexual appetite. Uh, so and these that's where it, it it really is very different when you hear poly people talk about their relationships they talk from a place of love they talk from where they talk about the intimacy that they feel with their secondary partners or their tertiary partners and all of that so um, it's a bit to me it's it, it's a bit different some people also say look you know uh, the, the polyamorous will say like not one person isn't going to fulfill every single need that that i have so it's nice to have other people who can fulfill the need so in the in the triad that's shown in the in the show on crave polyamory, you see that the girl is bisexual, and so she gets a certain need fulfilled by having that this third person in the relationship who is a, a woman, and the husband also gets fulfilled from this woman who is also bisexual. So it's all kinds of of, of stuff like that. What if one is loved by the other more? Is it possible to love all in the relationship equally? How do you manage that? That isn't a a great question. I don't know how you manage that. I think that's when you could actually run into problems. How can you guarantee that everybody is going to love everybody equally and that jealousies are not going to uh, come up? Like I have seen I remember seeing a couple where they had a third person in that exact scenario and it did not turn out very well. And where there was an alliance formed with two and one felt left out. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. The the more people you have, the more complications, the more you risk those complications. So how do you figure that out? (laughs) No clue. Like this is, that's the, the the difficult part of it. But if you have the answer to that, or you have any ideas, or you yourself are polyamorous, please share your stories uh, with us. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD eight hundred. We're talking about poly relationships, poly- polygamy. That's a whole other ball game. But polyamorous uh, relationships, much more common. Going into the mainstream a little bit more, hearing about it a little bit more. There's a show on Crave about it. It's a, a reality TV series called Polyamory: Married and Dating. <laughs> Someone says, "Where's the poly poet when we need him?" All right, poly poet, <laughs> do one. Uh, so, uh, but it brings up so many issues, right? Like this, texter writes, "Like, what happens if you you the, there's three people in this like triad." Of course, not all all poly relationships look the same, but let's say in a in a triad, you would have literally like an equal, not always so equal, because you have two that are married, so you have a primary relationship, and then a, a third person that comes into you can all live together, some some uh, throuples, uh raise children together, what have you. But how do you? Navigate through so many different people's emotions, and what happens when something changes? Two people get into an argument; the alliance is formed with another two people. Like it can, I've seen it. I, I've seen it create problems. You know, take this scenario for example. So you have a, a throuple; you have three people, and they, the the primary couple who's married, agree that. We're only all of us have to be together. In other words, we can we can only have sex all together just to avoid any uh, any alliances. And then finds out that uh, down the road finds out that her husband was sleeping with their third partner behind her back. That would have been that is cheating right there. So he, because it's it wasn't agreed upon. It was a betrayal. It was behind somebody's back. So it wasn't the fact that the person had sex with someone else. The, the, the betrayal was the betrayal of trust uh, that broke the agreement that they had. Right. So poly relationships all have their own set of, of rules, whatever those rules are. So, The most common, so the the triad is not the most common one. I think the most common relationship is the dyad. So you have two people who live together, but have outside of their home other long-term, uh, lovers. So they don't all like all live together. Then you have those who all live together, like in a group marriage, um, and things like that like we could see that in more in polygamy or sister wives where everybody lives uh together uh there's also other uh, situations where uh, one person has two lovers but those lovers are not involved with each other or with their their primary um partner so completely they can be completely uh separate so there has been research on this, and and I, I do think researchers believe the trend is um, growing. Part part of it is because of the internet, right? The internet bringing uh, people together, but it's not a new phenomenon. We've heard about it even in like famous people who have said they're polyamorous. The most famous couple in recent times is uh, Will Smith and and Jade uh, Pinkett Smith, right? She they both talked about being in poly um, in, in a poly marriage, but Warren Buffett, Jack Kerouac, those, uh, the creator of, of Wonder Woman, William, uh, Marston. These are people who have been known, who have come out and said, yeah, they are, uh, polyamorous, but again, not the same as swinging and not the same as an open relationship because it, it, there's all these subtleties, right? But those two are more geared to, the freedom of having sexual partners, less about love, more about, uh, sex, more. The polyamory is about creating bonds with other people. And so they become like branches of their initial, uh, relationship, um, versus the, 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 the other playing stuff that goes on. <laughs> One text writes, no wonder there are so many screwed up kids. Well, I'm not sure that there there's that many poly families. Um, and I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see research. I don't know if research exists on kids raised in uh, poly families. Uh, relationships. I don't know. Uh, The Passion Poet writes, every guy loves a threesome, so I think I'll go poly. Calling Anna and Jane and I will be here with Holly. (laughs) Quick thinking. Very, uh, very good one. So let's talk about for a minute polygamy. Polygamy is is completely um, different. That's a, a cultural choice that people make and that is marriage to a number of people. Not legal here, um, so it's not so much, uh, a number of like different, uh, like loose, looser relationships, but think about the Mormons, for example, they practice polygamy 70% of Utah is Mormon. So there it's, uh, quite common. There's about 60,000 Mormons who practice polygamy in Utah. That's one guy who has, um, multiple wives. Now the Mormon doctrine states that it is necessary to live in polygamy in order to enter the highest heaven. That's, that's their, um, thinking. It's not a necessity in all sects of the religion, sects, not sex. Um, but it is part of the, um, of the thinking, right? Uh, of course, Part of the problem, and I think a lot of us who have seen any documentaries or things like that with the some aspects of polygamy within the Mormons is that underage women are often taken into marriage, which is, you know, horrible. And there have been some movies and shows about that. That's really the dark, dark side of that. If you watch like Sister Wives, for example, that's not what you see, but then if you see other documentaries, it's, it's, it's pretty um, scary. When, you, when we think about um, marriage to multiples, so we hear of uh, polygamy, that's for women, one man many women polyandry is a woman who takes on a number of husbands this is more common in nepal for example uh in some communities there which uh which is interesting apparently they do this to keep property in the family and everyone works as a community to support that family so it's it's an interesting, again, they have different reasons for, it's not so much religion as it is a uh, tradition to keep a certain um, lifestyle and, and these communities, the wife is the one who has the power. She makes most of the final decisions <laughs> and the guys all, the husbands all work um, for her basically. Uh, so there, there is that. So there, And there's other places too that, uh, you know, in um, Islam, for example, uh, some places allow a man to take on, you know, four wives, uh, that kind of thing. And then like apparently the Quran says something that like a man may take on four wives only if he can be fair to all of them. Uh, and if if they are orphans, so I don't know, how, I don't know how much that is practiced in the world. I really don't. I don't have the numbers. All I know is polygamy is not legal in Canada. Um, but I don't know how you feel about this. And there's talk about like decriminalizing or regulating multiple marriages because that's a whole other, to me, a whole other area. But um, People have, you know, um, requested those kinds of things to to make that kind to make it recognized, so that people can have more than be married to more than one person. Text writes in, how convenient for men are these religions who say males must have many women? Talk about a man made excuse for piety. Uh, you're right. <laughs> You're right, uh, the poly- polyan- polygamy is so much more common than polyandry. You don't hear too much of, of women taking on more husbands. But but then, you know, if you, I've watched s- several episodes of Sister Wives. It's very interesting. This is one guy with like 10 wives or something. But they all work as a as a community, right? So they all raise the kids together. They not one person has to do all the work. Like it's all split, and and there's many jokes. Like I've joked with my friends, you know, like oh, I could use a sister wife, you know, meaning somebody to help me, um, like I need a wife kind of thing, uh, because we think about wives doing a lot of the, that kind of, um, of work. So if it's split between many wives, uh, that could work for some, right? In those communities, it works. But it's, it's just hard to wrap your head around, period. Like It's just not something that uh, I think applies to, to most of us. So I wanted to talk about it because I just find it uh, such a fascinating, I think it's fascinating to, to see how people can do this. And some people do this, do it uh, really well. As a woman it sounds like Nepal is the place to be. All right, let's organize a trip to Nepal and see what's going on down there. Would love to uh would love to study that, see how it really goes down. Thank you all for your attention tonight and for spending your time with me. Thanks to Jimmy Garifalis for uh, being our technical producer tonight. If you want to connect with me, you could do it through my website to drlaurie.com, D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E.com, where you will also find podcasts of all the past shows if you click on the uh, passion radio tab, or if you have the iHeart app, you can also find all the shows on CJD. Uh, if you go to the CJD page on that app coming up next day, we bring you the CTV national news. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.